Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings, America's number one sports book app. All right. Now, joined by Jason Shear. I am merely Mike Luke. All right, Shear. We got a lot to get to this show. But first, let's talk about the portal news. Um, what's the latest? We're going to get to Cowing. We're going to get to Singer. We're going to get to all that. But anything new as far as uh, new players entering that we should know about? No, I, you know, it, it's pretty much slowed down nationally. I think most of the action was on Monday when the portal opened. Maybe you'll see some guys that haven't played uh, very much enter the portal. But in terms of big names, it, it's probably over for now. All right. You and I, I think, are kind of on the same page that, yes, Dorian Singer's a loss. Jackson Turner's a loss. I mean, Jackson Turner, obviously less of a loss than Singer. But at the same time, those are pretty much the two guys. Um, people ask about Bars and Shand and you know, while that's cool, at the same time, I think that uh, Kangaika and Uyagalele were probably going to be the guys that were going to play a lot more next year. And, you know, you look at the backup, you got Savea. Is there anything new on Manoa? Uh, I think Arizona feels very good about Tyler Manoa. UCLA transfer Tyler Manoa. Okay. Yes. All right. So that's kind of your, that's your, that's your defensive tackle position right there. And I think Arizona is more than okay with that. Yeah, I mean, I could see if Arizona can get its hands on a, a guy that's an immediate impact, like really good portal guy, they'll they'll do it. But I think in terms of the defensive line, uh, the focus right now is probably on the the edges and pass rushing uh, positions. All right, let's talk about the edges. So I'm a big fan of Deuce Davis. I know you're a big fan of him as well. That's the one pass rusher that I think, you know, you look at and you say that's there's going to be some expectations for him. But who is, is there another guy on that roster? Again, I, you know, Deuce Lane was brought in as a linebacker. They used him off the edge a little bit, but is there another pass rusher off the edge on this roster? Not really. I mean, not one that you feel really good about going into the next season. Um, you know, they're bringing in guys, but I, I think that is probably on defense besides linebacker, the number one transfer priority. I mean, they're, they're going to land at probably two edge rushers at least. And that's the focus and, and maybe they'll move guys around, but um, to me, I, I think it's a concern where, you know, you have to look at what you feel good about in terms of production. And you're right. There's there's not that second edge guy and there's really not a lot of depth at the position. All right. Let's talk now about the uh, let's talk about the linebacker spot you named. Obviously, Jacob Manu, you're set right. Arizona's set at that position. Jerry Roberts is coming back. Um, Jerry Roberts is an interesting player because First of all, great, great kid. We've got to uh, we've got to put that out there. And the coaching staff obviously wanted him back. The thing with Jerry Roberts, though, is that Jerry Roberts athletically is limited. Um, there's, you know, there's again, he puts up numbers, but he's also a fairly limited player athletically. Is he being brought back to start and play 70, 80 percent of the snaps? I I would be surprised. And, and I think that Arizona strategy in the transfer portal kind of shows that. Like, for instance, Arizona's probably in the top two right now for Oregon linebacker transfer, Justin Flo, who is one of the best players in the country. Do you know I mean, anybody I've, that do you know anybody that might have tweeted at a coach that said, hey, you should check this guy out? Maybe yeah. a fellow member of the media? And it and it just didn't work out for them because ASU's not in the picture right now. But Justin Flo's not coming to Arizona to to be the third linebacker or the first linebacker off the bench. Right. So unless Johnny Nansen is changing his defensive system. Justin Flo's coming to Arizona to start. The linebackers they're recruiting in the portal, there's a couple of them I can't really name. They're coming to start. So if Jerry Roberts is your third linebacker, I'm fine I'm with cool. that. Yeah, you're you're cool with that, and, and that's perfectly fine. 
Now, Justin Flo, let's talk about him a little bit. Does, uh, is Arizona in good with him? Again, this was a mega recruit. This was one of the top two to three players in the nation when he came out. And what happened at Oregon? I, I think it's Arizona and uh, UCLA right now. USC is kind of hanging around as well. But those are probably the three schools. I do think he'll take visits before he decides. Um, he just he battled injuries. You know, he, he couldn't really stay healthy. But when he was healthy, he was legit. And, and and when you have a player that was as highly rated as him coming out of high school in your program like Arizona, it's a no-brainer. Because even if you get 75% of the production right. that was expected, he's still better than any linebacker on your roster. Um, he's the guy where if you Google it, and people probably remember the linebacker in high school that picked up the guy and like body slammed him into yeah. the ground and went viral, that's just in flow. And when you can do that, um, there's going to be schools recruiting you that that believe you saw room to to reach your potential. This is a guy that in theory can make ball carriers bleed. And that's what we like about this kind of guy right here. Plays a little bit of an edge right there. I know Ben White's a big fan of his. He's been, he's been watching him in California, obviously. Absolutely. All right. Now, have I told you about the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX? Please tell me again, Mike. Here's the deal. You could put down $5 on an NBA game, money line, and you can win $150 in free plays. But you got to be a new customer, 21 and up, Arizona only. Gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Check show notes and link in the description. I've said from day one, bet on the Suns, except when they're playing good teams. Um, don't bet up against them if they're playing the Celtics or the uh, the Mavericks. But generally, they pick on the little, the little folks out there. Check it out right there. The DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. And one other thing. Oh, geez. Now, sure. Do you have problems sleeping? I do sometimes, actually. All right. Well, OGs is here for year, you and everybody else that wants to enjoy OGs. Here's the deal. If uh, you can go to any of your local dispensaries, you got to be 21 and up. Enjoy responsibly, but lots of great flavors. They gave me the Indica. You can get the Sativa. Whatever you want uh, makes you feel better. Also alleviates some of those sleeping problems. Just saying, check it out. OGs at any of your dispensaries, check show note and link in the description. All right. Now receiver position. I've said this from day one. And as long as Jacob Cowing came back again, you don't listen. Dorian Singer's really, really good. You know, we don't have to sit here and pretend that he's not, he's very good. But you bring if you bring back Jacob Cowing, you have T Mac, you got Kevin Green, you got AJ Jones, you're gonna get dudes in the portal. I still expect Arizona's receiving core to be the best in the conference next year. Yeah, I, I don't expect that much offensive drop off at all. And, and the belief with Arizona's coaching staff is is they don't either. And a lot of Singer's production was system related. Now I, I still think he's really good, but I, what what that basically means is if they go out and get a guy like Deshaun Stribling at Washington State who went for 800 yards in that system, could he put up the same numbers as Singer in this system? Probably. And, and they have Kevin Green. They have A.J. Jones. I expect him to add at least one top-notch receiver from the portal. And, and if that happens, you're really not going to see that much of an offensive drop-off at all. All right. What are you looking for this coming year? Um, Jody Ayler said yesterday, bowl game or bust. I'm saying that I think that this team, I think this team should win seven-plus games next year. Hey, Mike, I'm going to break news on your podcast. Yeah, what do you got? Tyler Manoa, as I said a few minutes ago, he just committed. To All right, well, there you go. Man, that is where – here. here's why you need to get a, a membership to Wildcat Authority. <laughs> Jason Shear literally broke 
Before it happened and on air, Tyler Manoa going to UCLA. That's why you need to get on uh, Wildcat Authority right now. There we go. I'm tweeting it live on your. How was that for a read? Um, No, and I'll let you. I'll let you tweet. I'll let you tweet about that. What what was the question? Go ahead. So, what do you think, though? Set uh, again. I think seven wins and up. That's that should be the goal, and I think it's more than reasonable next year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, you got to assume that the defense is going to be improved. And, and it was easily the, the biggest deficit or the biggest, you know, obstacle on, on the team this year. And the out-of-conference record is uh, – uh, sorry, the out-of-conference schedule is easier than it was. I think Arizona has to make a bowl. And in order to do that, you're talking seven and five to make it clean. And, and, and I think it is absolutely uh, within reach with that schedule that Arizona has next season. All right, let's talk a little bit of the Dilly hire. Then we're going to get to U of A basketball here. Um, the Dilly hire at ASU has grown on me. Um, I, what I don't like about the Dilly hire, though, is I think it's going to impact Arizona a little bit. I like Jed Fish kind of having free reign throughout the state. Um, Dilly is going to target players like Genesis Smith, uh, safety out of Chandler, obviously. Uh, Genesis Smith put out there that uh, he's been offered by ASU. Um, any news on that front? Anything? Uh, anything new? He doesn't do a lot of interviews. Um, you know, there's a there's going to be a push for in-state guys. There's going to be a push. But, you know, we got to keep in mind, Arizona has one of his teammates committed. Uh, I think there's a good chance they get another one of his teammates committed. Um, and, and so, by the way, Tay Brown with the best tweet of the week, uh, he tweeted forks down at Genesis. So if you're wondering if he's solid to Arizona, uh, he is. But, look, I mean, this is just – Did Tay Brown get an ASU offer? Uh, he has not yet. But, you know, it, it's it, this is the nature of the business now. I mean, Kenny Dillingham is absolutely prioritizing in state. He is taking anyone he can that is in the transfer portal. Even wait a second, even three stars, even three star yeah. in state. I mean, look, like he's taking guys like DeCarlos Brooks was like the fourth running back at Cal, but he went to Chandler. Sean Aguano probably said, let's bring him up. And Dillingham said, sure, he's from Chandler. The kid will never play at ASU. But they brought him. They, they Jacob Conover. He's not better than Borgay, but they still brought him to ASU. And it's just funny. The irony is not lost to me that Jed Fish got killed for somewhat of a similar strategy, and ASU is just bringing in guys left and right. Can you build though a program off solid three-star in-state kids, though, Jason Shear? Is that really a mantra you want to go down? I believe you can. I think that you could build the base of your program like that. Mm -hmm. If you're planning to win a ton of games, probably not. But if you look and you have depth guys or you have certain positions, I think you can do it. But if you're focusing and you're like, look, I'm going to get 20 guys from Arizona, five guys from Cal and three from Texas. (laughs) Probably not going to work. Right. All right. Have I told you about Mountain Mike's Pizza? You look like a guy that likes pizza, Sheer. I'm in the mood for some pizza, Mike. Pizza's fa- All right, Mountain Mike's on uh, Oracle and Wetmore. Check it out right there. All kinds of good food in there. Again, they got very good uh, pepperonis, all kinds of different pizza. It's a little bit of a different flavor. They brought it by Tap and Bottle the other day, or uh, our last watch party. Big fan of it. Check it out. Also a great place to watch games. Check out the show notes and a link in the description. And Tap and Bottle, the official watch parties of PHNX Wildcats, all downtown. We're kicking those back up this month uh, with Arizona basketball. Had some great showings for Arizona football. Scott and Rebecca do a great job. You can also check out Four Peaks down there as well. Not the U of A big men, the Four Peaks, 
but the actual four peaks, the uh, the alcohol, the beer itself. All right, moving over to Arizona basketball. Game of the season so far, Arizona, Indiana coming up here. Um, what is your take initially on this game? And why don't you give us a prediction? Oh, wow, you're really putting me on the spot already. I am putting uh, you on the spot. I think it's going to be a really good game. I, I'm pretty pumped. You know, it, it's a Fox primetime game. It's on a neutral court. I think Indiana matches up well with Arizona and vice versa. Um, I think Indi- Indiana not having uh, Jalen Hood is a big deal. He may Correct. not play with a back injury. I think it becomes very hard for Indiana to win this game. I'm hearing from my, my Indiana sources that he's uh, questionable to doubtful. So there's a, a very real chance he doesn't play. If he doesn't, I just think it's it's hard for Indiana to score enough points. But we're going to find out a lot about Arizona defensively. Indiana's not a great offensive team. Arizona's defense has been bad mm-hmm. this season. Uh, I'm picking Arizona, but I think it's going to be – I thought it was going to be close, and then I found out Gus Johnson was on the call. And so now I just assume it's going to be like two overtimes and uh. a buzzer beater. And so it's <laughs> – uh, I'm probably picking Arizona by two. I think it's going to be one of those games. So you're back in the A, but you're not back in the A big here. You're back in the A little. Yeah, and I mean, and I think the spread's going to be small. I know Ken Palm has it as a one-point Arizona yeah. loss. Like, it's it's going to be one of those games. And the guy that obviously everybody needs to keep an eye on, Trace Jackson, it's going to be an interesting matchup because I don't know that Arizona's really got anybody on the roster that's uh, equipped to be able to guard him. He's going to get his. I can't believe you just trashed Umar like that. I love Umar. I'm the if biggest Umar, Umar guy. plays Trace Jackson this weekend, do we just slot him in the first round of every mock draft? Well, here's the thing. Umar came around like 25 years too late. If <laughs> Umar Bala was in the uh, college basketball in the 90s, he'd be like a top three pick. Yeah, 100%. I mean, seriously. But we're going to get Umar into the NBA at some point here. Now, um, but again, I, I think Umar is going to put up numbers every single game. It is crazy when you look at it and you see that Tabellis is averaging 20 and 8. Umar's averaging 19 and 9. You just don't see big men together that average those type of numbers. No, and I mean, I haven't sat down and looked at it statistically, but I can't see there being another front court that resembles what it, the, the numbers that these guys are putting up for Arizona. I, I just, right. I, I, and and it's, it's not just the numbers, it's the efficiency. Like right. they're, they're both shooting at a high percentage. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's pretty impressive. All right. Now, then you got, uh, Arizona, you got, then you got Arizona, Tennessee coming up later. I will say this, Arizona, if they would take care of the business against these good teams, they could have a really nice resume for the, uh, tournament selection committee going into conference play and into the NCAA tournament. Well, you got to think about this. If you, let's say Arizona beats Indiana and Tennessee, right. And loses to, you know, we, we have the Utah loss and whatever. You have top 25 wins over San Diego State, Creighton, and Indiana on neutral courts. Right. And then you would have a home win at Tennessee. There are very few teams in the country with that resume. And we're looking at Arizona as a top three seed as long as conference play, you know, doesn't go sideways. Right, for sure. All right, now let me tell you about the Octane Octane Raceway and Mavericks. Again, getting all kinds of new stuff. All right, so here's the deal. you got a full-service food and drink menu. Um, it's the only indoor-outdoor track in the United States, 22 bowling lanes, 85 arcade games, a state-of-the-art laser tag arena, billiards, tables, dozens of 4K TVs, 1,500 uh, feet of meetings uh, and space, uh, all kinds of fun stuff right here, uh, daily drink specials. 
And again, we're excited to uh, welcome Octane Raceway and Mavericks to the PHNX family. You've been, uh, um, you've seen the fun their crews had there. Now come check it out for yourself. All right, sounds actually pretty cool. Um, now and also, let's see here. Oh, the Four Peaks, duh. The official brew of PHNX Sports, also the official nickname of the U of A Big Men, the Four Peaks. Um, check out the brewery in Tempe. They got watch parties going on or. Down here, you can come to Four Peaks and, or excuse me, Tap and Bottle, and you got Four Peaks down here as well. Again, the official brew of PHNX. Uh, check out show note, link in the descriptions. Must be 21 and up and enjoy responsibly. All right. Now let's talk a few of the, let's talk a few of these players here. Going into the year, a lot of people had expectations for Pella Larson um, being an all-conference guy. I think those, uh, those have kind of been tempered a little bit to me. I think it's it's not really fair to the kid. You got to recalibrate it and just say, you know what? He's not that type of player, but he's a solid player for Arizona. It's not his fault if expectations got pushed out of whack. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I think Pell is kind of getting a bum rap right now. Um, and I and as I told you, now that we're talking about him and focusing on him, he, he'll probably drop fifteen on Saturday right. and play really well. But right. yeah, I mean, like, and and partially that's my fault. Like, I thought the guy was. I said, everyone's going to find out about him. He's going to be a first-team All-Pac-12 and dominate and be really good. And he has clearly, you know, I, I think he's in his own head. Like, I, I think that the struggles in Maui kind of got to him, and now he's kind of pushing the the issue a little bit too much, and it's up to Tommy Lloyd to kind of fix that. Tommy Lloyd, I believe him when he says he's not that concerned, but it is clear that right now Pella is clearly struggling on both sides of the ball. All right. He's Jason Shear. I'm Mike Luke. Shear, really appreciate you hopping on. What's going on at Wildcat Authority? You got any good deals going on? Or is the deal to hop on there and be part of the family? Well, that's also the deal. But we do have a 50% off an annual subscription. So, you know, if you join the Arizona family, I break commitments at all times. On the show, on the PHNX Wildcats <laughs> podcast, Jason Shear literally broke a commitment. No, even better, he teased a commitment and then he broke it during the show. <laughs> so there we go. But yeah, yeah we'll percent off Wildcat Authority. All right, he's Jason Shear. I'm Mike Luke. You have been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.